Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Today, we continue our adventures in L5R. Hopefully everyone's enjoying this more dramatic turn for One Shot. I know I did. Before we get started, I wanted to thank all of our heroes who follow us on Twitter. We just hit 1,000 Twitter followers at OneShotRPG, which is also my personal account. So if you're part of the mix of people and advertising robots who wanted to learn more about OneShot and my day-to-day life, thank you so much for the support. If you're not, please look me up at OneShotRPG on Twitter. Remember, heroes, while we're putting out our L5R series running at the same time, on Thursdays we are coming out with a new Pathfinder series called The Feast Hall of Ash. It's sponsored by More Games, and I encourage you to check it out. That adventure was a lot of fun to run, and I know you'll like it. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Do dice explode on initiative? Absolutely, they do. Whoa. Uh, 18. 17. James. Uh, that is 29. Okay, and also, what stance do you all take initially? Before combat starts, you drop into one of the five stances. Uh, mine would be defensive. You're in defense stance? Also defense. Defense stance. And when you're in defense stance, you are going to add your defense skill, if you have it, plus your reflexes trait to your defense. So if you had, by chance, a defense of one and a reflex of two, your de- armor TN would go up by three. Okay. So just pay attention to that when I ask you for armor TN. Uh, you had 18, Hiroma? Correct. Miramoto, you start the round. This giant creature just splashed down and it is clearly making its way directly towards you. You all are essentially on the bank. I've only got lore, theology, and shugenja, so I wouldn't know anything about a creature like this. And You've never seen anything like this before. Whether or not is a good idea to fight it or not. Um, I sort of looking at Hida, who has been in a lot of battles like this, I sort of glance over to him. Are we going to fight this? Is that what we're going to do? Hida shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got. You fight he, him your whole life. You, it's like why not, right? All right, all right. So if that's if that's what's done, uh, when in Rome. Uh, so I guess I charge it and attack. Absolutely. So you will make your you're attacking it with your katana. So you're going to make your kenjutsu roll to attack it. So it's thirty-two. Thirty-two. Absolutely. You cut him true. Um, so then you roll your damage for it. All right. And describe so, me exactly what you you're am, on the bank striking at. Am I am I rolling damage it, when I attack? Am I attacking with just my katana or you, you only get the damage from one? That that's correct. Yeah. Okay. At, at this stage, when you get higher up, you get more of those attacks. Um, but at mm. this point, just your katana. So, be so it's only adding to my defense at this point. Exactly. In my career. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Okay. And you can also throw wakazashi's for weapons, so that helps too. You always have it on hand. Now, also, because you have a emphasis in katana, and you're using the katana, you get to re-roll ones. Oh, good. Only one time, though. Okay, so only one of these. Yeah. Well, no, you get to re-roll both of them, but if they come up one again, they don't get to be re-rolled. Fair. One, one of the complicated dice system of L5R. Okay, so that doesn't get me any advantage, but the roll's pretty good. And uh, Exploding, it, absolutely. It does? Oh, because of katanas, right. Okay. 28. 28 points of damage you deal to so, him. And just real quick, take a look at your own HP and see if another Samurai would have done that to do how far you would have been down. Oh, well, he definitely would have hit. He would be all the way down in that wounded rank. Oh my goodness, I'd be crippled. That, that That's how lethal the system is, by the way. And you had a real good strike. But describe to me how you're cutting into this beast. Because uh, it's, it's in the water, you're up above it right now on the shoreline. Okay, so it's in the water running towards us. Um, kind of waiting. Fat. Before either of them can think, like, they get a little bit defensive. They get their hands on their swords. My swords, uh, both my sword and my wakizashi are drawn, and I am running towards it. Uh, there's no battle cry. Uh, you sort of hear... Uh, faintly beneath the thundering splashes of the beast, uh, the clopping of my uh, sandals against the earth, and then I rush directly into a wave that washes over me, and for a second, you don't see me. 
and then the sort of lesionous wounds on the creature appear to grow greater and blood spills out and I am in the water behind it shaking the blood off my katana. Love it. The, the, the Oni gives out just a wail. And of course, Hida, you immediately recognize this thing as an Oni. Um, gives a wail from the pain. And it stumbles back a couple steps. And then you see it drop its mouth below the water and come up and its belly is expanded greatly. And it just vomits a massive amount of blood right on top of you, Morimoto, literally washing you down. Oh, no. Tony, no. You need to make a stamina roll for me. So just straight roll and keep the same numbers, whatever your stamina stat is. 22. 22. Uh, You don't take any damage and you resist the force of it to try and knock you down and sweep you into the river. But you are coated in thick, sticky, just congealed blood. Hiruma, this all just happened in front of you. Yes. Um, so I would take like a half step over in front of Hida, thinking for protection of him first. And then uh, since I used the Yumi uh, more than the Katana, I would go ahead and use that if I could. Okay. Um, now, you chose defense stance, mm-hmm. mm, which means you cannot attack this turn. Okay. Until your next turn when you can change your stance. Okay. So you are sitting on guard, sort of protecting, is readying full your defense, weapons. Or I you just choose defense. If you I, choose full defense, you can't move because okay. it is your I just said defense. I didn't say full defense. Regular defense. Yeah. Or spellcaster. Similar situation. You can't use offensive magic because you're in defense stance. Well, obviously, I would know immediately what this creature is. Yes, I would have seen it in battle. I'm sure. Um, you, 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 you've seen, yes, yeah, similar, they, they jokingly call them, um, the, the, the hungry dead, and there's an official Oni name that I should have written down. Um, but the, uh, the, the, they're known for, uh, devouring samurai, and every samurai they devour, it traps their soul within the body, and those are the faces that you see circling around. So, can I cast a, what would be a support spell in a defensive Yes, stance? you can. It's not a directly offensive. No spell. offensive, but you can cast defensive. Uh, well then, okay, so mechanically here, I want to mm-hmm. cast Fires of Purity okay. on Miramoto. Okay. So to do that, you're going to make a, it is a level one spell, which mm-hmm. means the target number successfully casted is 10. Okay. So you're going to make your fire spell casting roll. If you go higher than 10, the spell succeeds. Lower than 10, it fails. So that's a 13. 13 is oh. enough, and it succeeds. So what does your spell do? Oh, I could have lowered the amount you needed to succeed anyway. That's a special ability of my special abilities. Uh, so Hida, Hida would not even react to seeing the Oni. He would steal his gaze, drawing from his experience on the battlefield. His hand would flash in a, a series of folding his fingers in a different pattern, uh, and there would be a um, an orange glow that would emanate around his fingers and skip through the air, uh, wrapping around. Miramoto, you wouldn't feel heat, but you would feel the spell energy wrapping around you, and you would sense that the fire spirits are endeavoring to protect you in this battle. When they wrap around me, like I was a little bit tired, a little bit shocked by the blood, but as soon as I feel the warmth of your spell, I center myself again, and I'm ready for... I like to think, too, there's almost like a little bit of smoke that sort of takes almost like a dragon form behind you. As as the some of the blood singes off in the nice red <laughs> dragon. Nice. The and with that we are back to uh, Murimoto. Okay. Centering allows you yeah, I can't take actions, but next turn adds to my initiative, which I don't need. And adds to your attack roll. Plus plus void ring. One K one plus your void ring of two. So one K one plus two to the total of an attack roll. Okay, so yeah, I take a moment to spell what does your spell do? Um Anyone you can't just enjoy the magic of Kami around you? Uh, you know, that's <laughs> rad, and if that's all it did, more power it's, to it's it. Re- Basically, I'm Dazzler right okay. now. It's just a little bit of a light show. <laughs> um, no, any, it, it says here, anyone in contact or attacking the target takes 2k2 damage. Okay. So you, you have a fire shield. Interesting. Cool. Um, yeah, then I will take uh, uh, this opportunity to center myself and prepare for another blow. Okay. With, with that, the big Oni... Puts one hand on the shore, puts the other hand on the shore, pushes himself up, so now he's standing, towering directly above you. Mm-hmm. You see that the two gashes from your sword and blood just flowing down the front of him from that. He, again, gives out a great big wail, 
and he balls up his fist and just swings it down at you. What is your armor, TN? My armor, uh, when not in defense uh, mode, is 27. 27. Damn it. He hits you. Damn it! And he hits you square. Ah, oh, brother. For 10 points of damage. Okay. So. As his hand comes straight down and just right on top of your head. So zero right now. Bopping you. The, um, and you are still in the healthy, not to one more till you get nicked, and then all the TNs go up. Right. Um, as he hits you, and then immediately you see this flash of fire in front of you mm-hmm. as two fire kami sort of leap off of you and just run up and down him, burning him. Go ahead and, uh, yeah, roll me that 2k2 damage. 14. 14 points of damage searing him. I wish that exploded. <laughs> you do. And, and and he recoils back enough so that, that one of his feet steps back into the lake and he sort of sits back down. Um, his arms are dropped to the side. He's still clearly active, um, but he's kind of opened up his chest and, and you start to see um, that he does have some like broken armor that was kind of on him at one point. And you notice up sort of almost on his shoulder, it was residing over his chest, there is a family mon and it's a mon of the Hita family of the crab. Aroma, it's your turn. Alrighty. So for this round, I'm going full attack. So I've got my Yumi out. And I'm, it's kind of like nice. I'm not doing the centering stance, but I'm like centering myself, calming, removing every all the distractions. All I see is myself and this Oni in front of me, and so that my arrow will fly true. Uh, aiming for the throat. It's perfect. The, the, the art of the bow in Rokugan is that you don't actually aim the arrow. You try to do as much as you can not to influence it because the arrow knows the way. And you only <laughs> miss if you put too much influence on it. Alrighty. So I roll a lot of dice in this situation and I keep four of them. So that's eight, really good. 18 plus 16, 34. 34, absolutely. You catch him square in the throat. Roll that damage roll. All right, so I'm using my flush, flush, my flesh cutter arrow. Flesh cutter. It says two keep three. Yep, and then you add the strength of your bow to it, which is 3KO. Yes. To give you a 5K3. 5K3. Okie dokie. Does that explode? Absolutely, they Woo-hoo. explode. So that's 18 plus 18, 36 points of damage. 36 points of damage. There we go. Good lord. As it sticks in his throat. And again, think about it. That's almost dead for one of y'all in one hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sticks in the throat, and, and he literally, his back foot slips again, so he falls and he hits neck first on the, the edge, and it <gasps> rams the arrow all the way straight through him. His fat neck sort of flops back up, and he's still trying to scramble onto shore. Hida. Hida is... Switches to the attack stance as fury overtakes him at seeing this horrid oni spirit uh, possessing the body of one of his fallen family members. Um, out of game here. I'm going to assume I can use Jade Strike successfully. Uh, you can. If it fails, all it does is go dazzle and sparkles. But yes, if, right. if the creature is perhaps tainted, it will deal damage to them. Now, mechanically, would there be a way for me to assess that prior to wasting um, the spell slot, essentially? Generally not. Most of the time, you all are, are teamed up with, say, Cooney Witch Hunters that have techniques that determine this kind of gotcha. stuff. Um, almost like a plan was in place. We miss you, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, regardless, Hida is pretty darn angry right now. So I'm going to go ahead and cast that spell. Um, I still start with um, an Earth... Yep, and and it's a rank one technique, so again, your TN is only 10. Um, But it says, essentially, 6 keep 4. Yep. Hit a target number of 10. I hope you can pull it off. Is there any reason to get, like, a super crazy high number? Yes, we didn't talk at all about raises, to keep it simple. Okay, next time. 22. 22. Um, absolutely. The, the, the blast of, of emerald energy flies forward, hits and starts searing his skin off, and then it'll have a straight damage. I think it's 3k3. 3k3. Would that have a boost for me? Nope, it's just straight, it's just straight spell damage. You can actually do raises, which makes the task more difficult for additional damage. 
um, that would be 18. 18 points of damage as, as you hit him, and it just sort of the hole that had already been opened up in the throat just sears open more, and more black blood just sort of flows out, and he finally stops moving and sinks down into the water. And he goes down a little bit, and you see sort of his body get caught on the rock dam. That has now changed direction. We are out of combat. Uh, I immediately okay? cleaned my sword in the river. <laughs> and, the, your, and yourself. You're yeah, a little gross you, on you, you, you have to make another roll. Yeah. Um, because when you get in contact with, with things that have the Shadowlands taint, you have the possibility of contracting it. Indeed. You need to make another stamina roll. Okay. That's not the numbers you want to see. Uh, 14. 14, okay. You don't have to adjust your character sheet. <laughs> so, with that, the three of you are standing there. You have a nasty lump on your head from a fat fist. The rest of you are relatively okay. And there's a body of an Oni that has been stabbed and cut and broken and that's now lodged itself mostly underwater but partially on the dam. I want to look at um, Hida. Can, can I move it out of the river? Would you like to go down and mess with the body? Uh, that's a good question. Right. Normally is there a way we, we can move it out of the river without... Is there a method for moving these? I do not believe the water of the river would serve to have corruptions flowing down it. Yes, we risk corrupting everything down the river. But my question first, Tuhita, is do these travel in packs? Should we expect another? Can that be a Shadowlands roll to That's know exactly that what that would be. 14. Uh, no, as far as you're aware, they are solitary creatures, normally specifically summoned by what are called Maho Sukai, or blood magic users. Well, we know that there's at least one giant warhorse in the village. Yes. That and some rope, we might be able to take care of this problem. And traditionally, Hida would know this as well. Generally, bodies like this are burned to be removed. Actually, as a matter of fact, all bodies in Rokugan, even of samurai, are burned. They don't bury bodies because of a very, very sad moment in history as are all samurai stories. This must be dealt with with the utmost expedience. Before we move forward, though, I am concerned for your health, Miramoto. I appreciate your concern, and I would submit to your wisdom. Give me one moment, and we shall shall tend to your wound. So I would like to use uh, Regrow the Wound. Hmm, wonderful. as As a curative spell. Now, uh, spell casting in L5R, is it Vancian casting? What's, uh, where can he do? What's actually happening is he is speaking with all of the kami, which infuse everything, the air, the rocks, the earth, everything around you, and he is offering them very specific prayers and rituals to do essentially his bidding. Okay. And that's what's going on. And when you fail a roll, you messed up something and said, and they just sort of ignored you. Right. Or, and bad cases turn on you. I, I'm just uh, concerned about uh, conservation of resources. Uh, is healing me now going to prevent healing later, perhaps at a critical moment? Or mm, That sounds like a group discussion. Does, does, does there, there, are, there are limits on the number of spells as you get mentally fatigued throughout the day dealing with them. I'm not taxing my spells per day at this point. Okay. So, well, let me make the roll first before I... Which succeeds. It's a level one spell. Right. Um, and how that particular spell works is you gain three hit points every round as long as you're main con- uh, concentrated on it. Outside of combat, it's really easy. It's almost a full heal. Because okay. he can just stay concentrated until the... the it's a water spell, it's correct? It's a water spell. Um, I would describe that as uh, Hida. Would I be allowed to actually put my hand on Miramoto's shoulder for the casting of oh, the certainly. spell? For, for, for medical reasons. Yeah, yes. I okay. mean, it, yeah, it, I right. would react yeah. to it happening, but you would probably give me a look that's like, yeah. this needs to happen. I, I, if it's a water spell, too, maybe you could use the water of the river. I was have... just getting okay. to that. <laughs> okay. Come on. Yeah. Relax. Give me a Sorry. You're actually letting me talk. All right, for you once. do you, okay? You do you. <laughs> I'll do me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Hida would pause for a moment and uh, speak some prayer words under his breath. Uh, he would reach out a hand towards Miramoto's shoulder, um, very, not tentatively, but gently, softly place it on, on his shoulder. And with his other hand, he would make a motion and, above the water, almost like he was grabbing a cup of water, mm-hmm. but he's not actually grabbing the water. Instead, you see a, a light blue, um, water-like, very fluid spiritual energy 
kind of scoop up uh, and again swirl around you like the flames did a moment ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you would immediately feel a a sense of cool calmness and restorative properties sweep over your body and you would feel all the fatigue of battle leave you. Yeah, so is this going to heal me back to full? Full health, yep. Look at that. So little bloodshed. Fantastic. So, now, you have been healed. The three of you had a moment to sort of gather your breath. Again, the body still resides on the, the makeshift dam, as it were, and everything else is quiet. From my experience, these foul, tainted creatures do not act on their own. These are typically the hands of a larger mind. Then that would align with my suspicions. It is quite possible, since we have seen something causing this diversion of the river, forcibly, that whoever did that summoned this creature as its servant. Indeed, that is what I feared. The matter at hand should be to remove the creature from the river. Agreed. I I believe the majority of the Spider Clan would frown upon the use of dark creatures to gain political favor? Yes. Official stance, yes. Someone found to be using a dark creature could then have his word disregarded. Yes. But consider carefully where we stand, Miramoto. It is a very delicate bridge that we walk, yes. I fear that if we abandon our pursuit at this moment, we may be too weak in our statements. Indeed. We should not begin presenting the evidence that we have discovered here right away. What we should do is move this body as to not corrupt the river and try to discover some sort of compelling proof to back up the suspicions that now reside in our hearts. My thought would be if we could divert the river by moving the rocks, whoever came to inspect that would be the one that would be looking for what they found. Mm. Indeed, I believe if we were to move the river at the present time, we would perhaps win an enemy who now only bubbles beneath the surface, so to speak. Phrasing. (laughs) I agree with you. However, I must make the observation that the three of us may not be able to bend our backs to moving such a foul creature. Should the Crab Clan discover this dam, hostility would nigh instantly appear. Very true. We need minds as cool and rational as ours. You two are native to this place. Do you know of anyone who might lend us aid or a sympathetic ear? The only one that is really familiar is, of course, Haruma, and the person you are most associated with more than anyone is Daigotsu Jin. Fortunately, you do not, on a personal level, know any of the other crab samurai here. Obviously, you all have met um, Yasuki Fujito, but the three of you all have the same amount of interaction with him at this stage. Right. Perhaps it would be wise to simply increase speed on our investigation so that we may come to a definitive conclusion and then resolve the matter of cleansing this area as we resolve other matters. Would Uh, it be possible for us to manipulate both the crab and the spider to find the dam at the same moment so that they would see the oni and realize what is happening? That could be a clever plan, though I do fear if they came upon it in the same moment, instantly both sides would draw their own conclusions and stand their ground firmly. Perhaps. Party pooper. <laughs> I had a great that we were. I, I got really excited for a ridiculous scene I didn't think of. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was also, I was going to challenge you to a duel, have it approved, and then tell this is the spot. So that everyone would have to come and watch at the same moment, and then we'd have everybody together at the same time. Uh, yes. Uh, Plan B? (laughs) (laughs) I believe there are many things in the realm of planning that are not immediately apparent to even the sharpest mind. So C. Plan C. (laughs) Plan C, gotcha. I'm with you. I'm checking up what you're throwing down. 
To your knowledge, would this creature bleeding into the river cause a great deal of harm, or would we be safe in dealing with our problems first? I and see fish is already starting way. to like bubble up. And the uh, those horrible fish monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that bad, but Hita, uh, of course, you you are very experienced with this side of it, and, and you would know that generally anything that gets corrupted, uh, especially when it gets into things like water supplies that supply the town, are generally a very very bad thing, and the corruption spreads. Okay, so touching what, of dead flesh is bad, but is this a situation where that might be warranted? It's almost like there's a crisis between what you're supposed to do and what you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reality is touching any dead body is dishonorable by a samurai. They never touch dead bodies. But, but the, the fact of the matter at this point is uh, we're weighing personal honor versus human lives. Honor demands that we protect those around us. And the higher honor always prevails. And we are responsible for ourselves. And if we take an action that, as detestable as it may be, is dishonorable to us, we are, in fact, helping our fellow man. We can seek atonement. They cannot preserve themselves for that which they do not know is occurring. Indeed. It would cause much strife if we were to abandon our duties, and that's what it would be if we simply allowed this to continue to corrupt the river. But also what separates us from the beast is our minds, and perhaps there is a solution that will allow us to keep faith and, and solve there the is the sharpness of mind which I referred to earlier. I do believe this is a good course of action. So, do we have any rope? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, one question is, I have armor-piercing pi- arrows. Mm-hmm. Do I think I could just, like, porcupine this thing with four different arrows, tie the rope to the arrows, and then pull out the only with never actually touching the creature? I think you sounds like you're interested in trying. I sure am. I don't know what happens. The dice have to tell us that. Damn it. Stupid dice. The uh, Yeah, so what, what you're going to do is essentially just like you would make an attack roll, you are using your um, kaijutsu skill to okay. try and do this. So literally, now you don't get the benefits of your... Uh, uh, you know, attack stances or anything, because okay. that's only combat, but you'd be making a skill roll straight using your kaijutsu. And of course, always remember, if it's something that is very important to you, you can spend a void point to add 1k1 to any roll. Gotcha. So, to the group, is this what we want to try first? So that we can... Do, do we have rope, is right. my first question. Uh... Generally speaking, I mean, you all would Traveler's have packs. Pack, traveling Traveler's, Traveler's packs, packs have an assortment of ten different items. The, the reality is, with a samurai, you have whatever you want. Oh, great! Um, hey, li- we've got lots of rope. Literally, if, if you want, obviously now it should have been brought with you. But traveler's packs that you br- said that you brought all your supplies, they normally have tents. Tents would have ropes to to tie them up. So I see that as completely legitimate. The reality is, if you're in town, you say, "I want a tea set," and someone runs and gets you a tea set. Um, and that's just how it's done. The great thing about being samurai. You just kind of shout out. Yes, I want this. It doesn't matter what land you're in. You get it. So, I want a llama. <laughs> bring me a llama. Bring me a in llama. Bulldozer. <laughs> in the way of circumstantial bonuses, mm-hmm. uh, how, how does the system treat things like us, for instance, rather than just pulling on it, trying to, uh, create a rudimentary pulley system using one of the trees, uh, would that add to a role? Is that just flavor? Um, I, I, I like inventiveness. The mm-hmm. system doesn't add, but I can certainly reduce the TN of what needs to be done. Ah, there we go. Do you have any magics that would aid my... No. <laughs> use the force, Luke. Just pull it out. Like... If only you were a void, Shugenja. Then you get to use the force. And Seriously? be a psychic and a time traveler. Man. It's pretty awesome. Void Shugenja the best. <laughs> you gave me that option you too. Want to be a Jedi out. psychic time traveler? I mean, that's amazing. I turned down that option. That's, oh. that's on me. That's on you. I'm sorry, fellas. That's my bad. If this was a regular D&D campaign, we would ride that only down the river. <laughs> and then walk, walk going to shore, rowing it like a boat. That's why L5R is such a good... Uh, it, it flies in the face of trope. That's right. Okay. So do you have anything you can aid me? If not, I will I will take my shot and see not, what happens. I, I don't have any spells that would mechanically aid a, a skill roll at this point. Okay. So, uh, nine, three. That's a nine, eight, 17, plus six, 23. Ah, uh, but, oh, that's a one. Um, Do you have emphasis in your bell? I do. Uh, you can get to re-roll ones then. Okay. Re-roll that one. Sounds like we need it. Nine, so that would take... Of course, that one's 1827. 27. You you shoot the arrow that you've tied the rope to, and you're trying to do multiple arrows, is that yeah, right? Like just 
three or four down along its body to give us lots of... You stick them one, two, three, and you tug on the ropes a couple times, and they, they feel like they're in there pretty good. So the three of you are going to try and drag this thing up? Yep. Yes. All right. What you're each going to do is roll a straight strength roll, or athletics if you have the skill. Someone has athletics. Maybe not. It's certainly not me. I have athletics. My big cat. <laughs> yep. Or he's got athletics. Otherwise, you're only straight strength roll. It is not an unskilled roll, so your die will explode if you get tens. Oh, yes. Man. I'm not rolling well. Woohoo! Well, you did the hard part with the errors. It sounds like the rest of your compatriots are doing the heavy lifting. I am small. I mean, it's not 24. Like 24? And 25. 25? 16. They only needed a 1 to hit the 50. Um, and with that, <laughs> you all drag it, and you heave this thing. Your arrows stick. Uh, actually, yours, as you're almost to the shore, it slips out, and you sort of fall backwards. Um, but the other two finish dragging out, and you roll its body on shore. Um, of course, you you, you, you see the, the, the blood, and you get it far enough away so it's not going into the water. Um, when, once you get up on shore, of course, you can see it a little bit closer. The, the faces in it are still swirling some, but you're just sort of seeing them fading, and actually they go up through the throat and out through the hole, and you just see them sort of float up to the sky. Um, it wasn't even dead yet. We could have totally touched it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I guess there's no Purell in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> one day, one day. Uh, you should invent that. Get on that. You make a lot of cocoa. Um, the, uh, you, 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 you roll up on shore and of course now you can see closer. It was clearly at one point before it was as bloated as it was now wearing crab samurai armor. You see all the telltale marks on it. Again, you see the mon, which is way up at the shoulder where it used to hang down by the chest. Um, th- th- this thing was wearing crab samurai armor at some point. So I'm a little bit, uh, unfamiliar with the nature of this ceremony. Is it the grizzly? practice of binding dark spirits to a man, or is it simply calling forth a dark creature that would have already existed? And this is deep into the lore, so you'd have to roll to make this to see if you know it. Shadowlands or theology? Uh, Shadowlands. 17. Uh, you do, actually. You're, you're aware on, on a very basic level that what, what can sometimes happen is either a sacrifice can give up their name to become an oni forcefully, or some people give up their own name to attain the powers of an Oni. But that is the process that's done, and essentially the mortal becomes an Oni. But it can be done either way. Is there anything about the armor that would be specific enough for us to identify maybe someone we've already met? Sure, give me an investigation roll here once you try that. Somebody else do that. I'll, I'll mention it and point that out to someone. <laughs> Take a look. No one got the precise memory advantage, did they? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be very nice. Um, Fourteen. Fourteen. Not that you can recall either way. Void, void point. This could be important. <laughs> I don't think it's that important. Um, would there be any... I, I know that the armor has the the family markings and the mm-hmm. crab markings on it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking kind of out of game at this point, are there any deeper family identifying or names? Basically, are there kind of dog tags? Th- there are not. Okay. Um, not, not. Not within Rokugan. And and the, the armor is, I mean, generic enough because armor is mass produced within the Crab Clan um, right. that, that it's hard to tell any, you know, distinguishing features other than, of course, there is the mon of your particular family, the Hida, on it. What about a Wakazashi? Those are personal items. Those would be very personal, but he has no weapons on him. Mm. Someone picked up a Wakazashi in this campaign, but he doesn't have any weapons on him. Could I? There was an insinuation that I had not spoken to my family earlier, and you mentioned that a Wakazashi could sometimes be, if if someone was fallen, it would generally be returned. So I was under the assumption this was my Wakazashi. Is this perhaps my brother's? It sounds like your character's having a question about this right now. I'm having a question about where this Wakazashi came from. You yourself are unaware of this fact. Okay. Um, But it sounds like a question in your character's mind. You see me sort of thumbing my wakazashi. So with that, we have it pulled out. The river is still flowing on its diverted course. You all are out in the woods. Could I use my wakazashi to cut off the mons without touching the body? Certainly. You, you, could, you could easily flip it off and cut off the piece of armor. Right. Um, I would like to do that, and as long as that is safe without risking taint to myself, bring that back with me. I know that um, the ways of my people are strange, and rightfully so. They're not shared by many in the Empire. However, that would be the destruction of the evidence that was so hard fought for us to win. And evidence, in this case, sadly, 
may be our only compelling reason to afford a solution uh, that would be amenable. Fortunately, your wisdom is correct. I shall... No one's more upset about that than me. <laughs> I, I shall... I hate being right. <laughs> it's my curse. I shall return when this matter is resolved, and we will release this soul. But for now, you are correct. The evidence should remain intact for the time being. So we're all going to do the traditional samurai high five, which is we look at each other and go, hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. A very respectful nod where we maintain distance. Exactly. Hida, are these creatures creatures that can be negotiated with? Are there dark forces that are curried favor with? In the extent of my experience with them, uh, there are certain rituals to summon them, uh, bind yourself to them, or bind them to you. Uh, they are generally selfish beasts uh, that give themselves into the carnal desires. Uh, I would not expect them to be able to negotiate or willing to negotiate. Is it possible that this crab had this done to him? That is within the realm of possibility. Uh, I, in my research, have come across situations where... Unfortunate souls did this to themselves as well. The river moving is clearly the result of Oni's action. It is now a question of whether or not that action was intentionally driven by human hands or whether we are just seeing an opportunity seized upon. I am not sure of what the law would think of a dam unnaturally forming. It is clearly intervention and... At this point, most assuredly not the will of the kami. I agree. Do we possess the skills to undam this ourselves, or would we need to get work? I would caution from undamming so hastily. We do know that they are constructing a temple, and while it may be foolhardy for them to construct a temple in a riverbed, it is not our place to disgrace it quite yet. I still think we need to investigate the source of this dam. I agree. Uh, whether it was purely the Oni's malignant intent or it was the intent of whoever is controlling the Oni. Can you use your magics to find that? Is there a, a supernatural link between this dead Oni and its former master? I certainly could commune with the spirits for advice. However, I believe our eyes and ears are well within the realm of discovering such answers. Indeed, we do have several pieces of evidence. It is a question of where our investigation should lead us next. Where the path was clear to follow the river, the waters do now seem muddied. I am interested in going back to where this creature was previous from where the rocks came. There might be more evidence there. Maybe it's home. Certainly a good option. The question of that, of course, would be the danger. But That is why we are here. Well, we have proven ourselves thus far. I think we trust the fates and move forward. It would be nice to not be surprised next time. We should be watchful and careful as we progress into the forest. So, with that, you all are progressing to the direction that the Oni came from. Mm -hmm. Um, You you, you say careful. Are we by chance trying to be stealthy? (sighs) Ah, no. Because that's dishonorable. Yes, he read the books. <laughs> and the DM tried to tempt them into evil. Because stealth is a low skill. You should never be hiding yourself. You should be out in the open. However, being watchful is not a low skill. That's <laughs> smart. <laughs> Strongly. Ne- neither should we throw our lives away needlessly, which is in the dueling rules. <laughs> so we should use caution. Yes, indeed we should use caution. I believe... Taking these creatures on on their own terms for a force of our size would be foolishly throwing our lives away. Obviously, as samurai, we are honor-bound to challenge them openly. However, that openness, I believe, is a little negotiable. There is certain wisdom to acting when the situation is in our favor. Haruma-san, I believe your bow will be very valuable to us. Perhaps facing forward with myself and 
using your bow in moments of surprise would be useful. I, I picture we cut to the chibi versions of ourselves for the little nod. Huh. <laughs> um, with that, you all move forward. You progress into the woods the direction, and it is a, a, a very short distance that you all watchfully travel. Uh, before you come across, there is uh, a clearing up ahead that you can see some various things on the ground, uh, but what first draws your attention is there is clearly a, a rock face uh, from a hill that has been busted open and numerous sections of it are missing, uh, clearly the, the the contents of the dam. With on the ground, though, it has been cleared and all of the, the, the grass has been what appears to be burned away from it. The middle, um, there is a small pile of ashes as well as lying on the ground, a clearly human body. From but this distance, you cannot identify it. This is one of those situations where caution is key. <laughs> With my hand on my blade, I start approaching the body. Can I do a any sort of check to determine if this is a ritual or any kind of spellcrafting yes. evidence? Uh, you, you, you've got the spellcraft ability, yes? Uh, yeah, just raw yep. spellcraft. Spellcraft. That's what you would, you would make to, okay. to, to, to look into the, uh, the ways of the spell. 23. Uh, isn't that a zero over there? Yeah. That should explode. It did. I re-rolled it. I just re-rolled oh, this Oh, you one. re-rolled so it a second round. Yeah, oh, okay, so I wouldn't sorry. forget I had the 10. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of dumb tonight. Um, tw- 23. Um, yeah, you, with that roll, you can discern enough that you're, you're not entirely sure the nature of it, but this is clearly not an elemental spell. And to to all of your knowledge and study, this would clearly be Maho, which is blood magic that this was brought on about. Uh, and it was uh, this is clearly the the tailings of a ritual, as it were. What's the honor readout on Maho? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it and find out. Let's just say negative honor is a thing that exists. Okay. Oh, and uh, the other question that I would have concerning this, obviously, uh, they follow a different code. Certainly, they do not follow Bushido. How can that mesh with, like, it, are we to expect that they will do dishonorable things but be reasonable people? Like, what's the climate on that? L- literally, your question is the culture clash between the uh, Spider Clan and the rest of the Empire as it stands today. Okay. Because they were actually originally made as an intentional mockery of the proper Rokugan. Mm-hmm. So their tenants are power control, um, all of these things, which they strongly adhere to, and they have been allowed to continue to adhere to, but dishonorable behavior within Rokugan is still seen as dishonorable. The one thing I know about the dragons, and my dragon in particular, is that it's not so much that uh, th- that we get upset when people don't follow the Bushido as we see it. We get upset when people don't try at all. So there might be a little bit of room in my mind to allow for this, but it, like the character is like intentionally be neutral on this. They're supposed <laughs> well, to be. I, a neutral I will party. say while, while most things involving their 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 manner and their way of carrying on, you know, some things like them eating red meat and uncooked meat is sort of looked over upon as mm. ooh, we would never do that. Certain things like blood magic are specifically forbidden from the Empress. And, and any, even um, okay. e- e- anyone caught committing that is allowed to be killed and removed, and that is part of what your charge is as a dragon, and what you all generally do as the crab. And why you all still don't trust them. Because they at public, publicly go, oh, we don't do that. Oh, we purge any of our people that do that. But yet we keep hearing stories that they do it. Okay. Great. So you come across it again from, from this distance. You know enough to know this is the, the tailings of a Maho ritual. Everything though seems done and passed at this stage. So as we approach, um, I would basically speak a word of caution. Um, I, I detect a sense of, of Maho in this area. We Maho. must be careful. Maho. As we that investigate. That is a serious claim then. This is perhaps the worst of all situations that we could have come across. Certainly is. Your jade statue that was given to you by Daigotsu Jin starts glowing bright green. What does that mean? (laughs) And you don't have a clue. Well, green means go. (laughs) (laughs) What sorcery is this? I have never seen this happen before in my experience with jade. Is jade a... 
like apart from the fact that it banishes uh creatures of the shadow realm uh is it also a magical conduit is it used in other spells uh, it, it not not really as a component but it does very much have magical properties uh the crab especially tend to make weapons out of jade because they have a habit of cutting through and dealing more damage to those that are corrupted it's sort of just a a substance that is magical in the fact that it directly opposes and supersedes the corruption from Jigoku, the realm of evil. So could this be a sting situation where it's glowing, which means there's bad stuff nearby? Could possibly, although normally Jade doesn't straight glow from direct contact from it. And this isn't just a soft glow. This is a bright, shining light from it. All right. So despite my desire to look at it, I'm actually going to look away that caution, I'm going to start scanning, looking for some sort of So you're of trying threat. not yeah. to do the Raiders of the Lost Ark ending, then? Yeah. If my etiquette, with an etiquette role, what's the uh, what, what's the etiquette on gifts? The others oh, a long, long, long. Yeah. So, no, I, I'm trying to determine. Like, obviously, if this guy wanted to give us this in order to trap us and take us out, which... Again, he gave it to us when we had announced, after we had announced our intention to honorably go through this and investigate no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, if this is a magical trigger, this could be the noose to a trap. However, we also can't throw out a gift, I don't think. <laughs> uh, you, you, you cannot throw out a gift. Um, it is pretty culturally normal for an exchange of gifts when you go to a new area. Mm-hmm. So him presenting you with gifts is not uncommon at all. Okay. Um, and it's also pretty common, again, some of the rituals, actually you all were very dishonorable, but I, di- I didn't stop us, of you have to refuse twice before you can accept oh, it technically. I got that I couldn't part. remember if that was in the mandatory ring. So it was very dishonorable. Oh. I noted it, don't worry. We'll get your honor hits at the end. Oh, good. Um, no, but, great. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks for that. If we kill him, does it still hurt us? The, uh, <laughs> the offended party is no longer with us? <laughs> it is your perception of self, not others' perception of you that yeah. determines your I honor. I don't think a scroll from my daimyo counts as a gift. <laughs> although he did specifically say, I've given the two of them gifts, let me give although, one to you. Although he didn't present it as a gift. Yeah. He just gave it to me and and mentioned that it was from my daimyo. So I don't know about that. <laughs> Your perception of self is pretty much clear here. You yeah. have a case to hold up in court. Yeah. I, on the other hand... But no, you're standing in, in, in near this clearing. Um, again, we, we, we have a body. Uh, as it glowed, you got close enough to see. Uh, once again, this is a body of a crab samurai. Do you know him? You do not. No. Although he is face down in the dirt right now, so it's hard to tell. <sighs> but he's also a dead body. He's also a dead body. I will put the jade statue down on the ground and okay. back away a pace and see what happens. As soon as you set it down, it immediately stops glowing. Curious. Do we have to kill Hida? If I pick it up again? Starts glowing. Yep. Violently. Bright. Bright in the daylight. Su- surprise, guys. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Can I make any sort of commune spell specifically... With the statue? Certainly. Um, the what, what you have to do to talk to the spirits. It's two different spells that you have to cast. Okay. Uh, actually, in this case, you wouldn't if you're trying to go directly. You know there's Kami in everything. Again, there's right. Kami in the clothing that you're wearing. There's Kami in Jade. There's Kami in literally everything. Because I know I have Summon and I have Commune. Uh, it, it, summon's actually different. It, it creates essentially a cubic oh. square feet of a material. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, or you can also move material that way if you say it went into clear an area. But the... Um, what you can do is you normally have to use sense to figure out exactly what comma you want to talk to, and then you use commune to talk with them. If you want to specifically talk to them on the jade, you don't need to do sense. You only need to do the commune spell. I would like to attempt that. Okay. You're going to make a commune spell. So jade is falls under the element of earth because you can cast it in any element save for void because there are no void kami. Okay. It's the one thing that's outside of the celestial order. So, you are going to make your Earth spellcasting roll at a TN of 10, and it will summon the Earth Kami from within it, and you will be able to ask it two questions. You can do raises here. What, what's your roll? And, and how raises work, because we haven't really discussed it, is it increases the TN, the target number, by five for every raise, but you can do raises for extra clarity from their answers, or you can do raises for additional questions you may ask. So you could say, take one raise, the TN is now 15, but get to ask it three questions. How many now, if you, you fail the TN, you straight out fail the entire roll. Right. 
Uh, I'm rolling 6k4. 6k4? I think you could safely take one raise. I agree. Um, I think clarity might be more important than questions. Yeah, well, we'll know that as soon as... So is that what we're declaring the raise for? Yes, that's what I'm declaring the raise for. Okay. I was like, each commie has their own temperament. I had to look at my cheat sheet. Right. Oh, well... Right. Looks like it's a good roll. That explodes. 31. Probably could have raised it again. <laughs> yeah, thir- 35 total. 35. To hit a 15, I think you did it. Um, oops. Yes. The, um, a- a- as you're standing here, you're, you're chanting, you're making your prayers to it. You, you, you see an Urukami, almost a, a straight doppelganger of the statue itself come out of it in a mystic form, which you've seen Kami appear in various forms all the time, um, and that's not uncommon to you. And it sort of sits down and looks at you, and you've dealt with the Earth Kami a lot. They're pretty stern and straightforward uh, with their answers. Um, but what's odd to you is you keep looking at the piece of jade because there's still movement inside of it. And slowly you see another form come out of it, again in the exact same shape, except it's completely black. It's so black as almost to seem to absorb the light from the rest of it. And it walks down and sits just to the left of the jade form, and they both sit and stare at you. Which, this is very uncommon to you. So your first question is, what the fuck? (laughs) And they both in unison say, where did our brothers go? And they point at the missing rocks behind you. I believe that's answering a question which... uh... That would be fine. That would be fine, right? <laughs> Out of game for a second. It, mm-hmm. Does etiquette and ritual apply to greeting or acknowledging the spirits? The, the they're very fickle in a lot of regards. Um, but the you're pretty used to. They do frequently just have conversations with you. Okay. Um, so while there is two question, that's more of a limit on length of conversation than a necessarily strict two questions. Unless you're a fire commie, in which case they are very literal. But, uh, no, generally, this sort of almost open conversation back and forth is quite common. Okay. Uh, so they would ask that question to me. Uh, that is actually what I and my companions are here to investigate, which is why I have requested your presence to ask some questions. And they sort of stare silently as Kami often do while they're waiting. Would you like to tell them where the rocks went? Probably should. Your brothers are that way. In the river. And we believe that they were forcibly moved there by certain individuals. And and simultaneously, the the jade one goes, move them back. And the dark one goes, keep them there. While this is going on, my hand drops to my wakazashi. And I'm sort of sort of like rubbing my palm over it a little bit. And I have a sinking feeling in my stomach. And I'm inching ever closer to the body. Oh, man. I'm really trying to think here, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Uh, This is a big moment. (laughs) And we're going to cut all this dead air. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Take your time. If I am to do anything with your brothers, I need information about who caused them to move. Since, sort of nod. Since they were moved from this location. Can anyone ask the questions? Or does it Normally it's here? pretty precise. Now, I'm not saying that you all can't confer with each other, but uh, they, they, they listen to the one who summoned them. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need a little bit of input here. I'm just... I don't want to screw up the question. What are you trying to? What are you trying to ask? Like, if you were to ask me, all right. Well, I basically you're not making a wish. It doesn't have to be worded perfectly. What, <laughs> I'm pretty you, sure it does have to be worded. Well, we perfectly. got the raise for clarity, so right. Yeah. I I'm trying to see if they can tell me anything about who did it, but I, I don't want to ask. Can right. You tell well, me I mean, who literally, did it? we know that it was the oni that threw the rocks. Right. So right. if like, and they're not literal like fire spirits, right. but. If I were GMing, I would definitely get you on that technicality. Right. So, but um, basically, came out the first thing was where did they go? Where did they so go? They so they don't even know. They don't. Yeah, they where don't. they went. So they may not know the answers we're looking for. So what? What? What we do need to know about because, like, it was pointed out to us that it's unusual is what the nature of their arrangement that there is a good and evil kami, or like maybe not good and evil, but. Two sides, of two sides of something, dual natured something. So we need to we need to know that. Um, 
I, at this point, I don't see any reason not to be cordial and if they ask questions to answer them. Right. Is this one of those weird, like, one always tells the truth, the other one lies? You gotta ask this one if the other one would tell the truth situation? <laughs> Uh, well, like literally, yeah, we could, it's we could go closing the book. <laughs> <laughs> but so far we've gotten two different commands. One wants the rocks to stay there and one wants them to leave. And perhaps w- knowing what they are will give us what their motivations for either one of those commands well, it might be. It could be as, as easy as did, um, they got to, they got to know that you were inside that when you gift, when it was gifted to you. Like, was he aware that there was two spirits? That would right. you, Does he I know? Almost more important than that. Though, like, that's a good question because, like, that, that's, I think, a good follow-up question. But we should probably start out by knowing if they know why this rock is natured in this particular way because it's, it's weird. With the dual spirits. Yeah. I also, I'm trying to think how to ask that question but directly. It, it could be, but how did you come to both share the same yeah. spirit, yeah. home, whatever? Okay. That, that's a good way to phrase it. <clears throat> All right, cutting back in. <laughs> and scene. scene. <laughs> Spirits, in, in my experience, this is a very unusual encounter for one such as myself. How is it that there are two of you within the single statue? They, they look at each other. They look back. He was put here, the Jade One says to the dark. Pointing at the dark one, the jade one speaks. And the dark one goes, I was put here. Hmm. Could be question two. Of course, that's also very easy to answer by the guy who did it. Not Yeah. What What is the name of the person? Ah. But but even if we know who put them there, we still don't know what they do. What 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 what, what is your purpose? In theory, I could cast a spell again. What is your just favorite? Just a spell slot. What is your favorite color? <laughs> How many spell slots do you have? Oh, God. And what does Earth okay. do? What other? What are your other Earth spells? Is perhaps a better way to think about it. A bunch of Earth spells. Yeah. Well, I also have three void slots to cast anything in. Right. Um, we'll just be smarter with the raises if we have to do it again. Okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. What is the name of the individual who placed you here? Right. Sort of look at each other confused. Um, and you do know this from regular, uh, Kami pay attention to what they pay attention to, and there are certain things that they don't really care about, names being one of them. Um, but while, while they sort of, 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 of think for a moment, they, they just both sort of point back to the river and say, the guy who did that. And with that, you see the two just sort of go back in and then back into the jade. Okay. It's... For a moment, when they go back in, the jade flashes bright green again and then dies down to a dim nothing. Well, that's it for this week, heroes, but don't worry. We'll be back with more L5R next week. In the meantime, you can check out Campaign on Wednesday and our bonus series, The Feast Hall of Ash, on Thursday. If you like the guests that we featured this week, you do not need to wait until next week to hear them. Michael and Caleb are joining us from the RPG Academy, and Jim McClure is joining us from the GM Academy. Head on over to the show notes to check them out. While you're checking out the show notes, if you're feeling charitable, I encourage you to click on the link for the Village Roleplaying Project. Patrick is a 13-year-old growing up underprivileged in Uganda, and although his life may seem worlds apart from yours, you most likely have something in common with Patrick. He's a big fan of Pathfinder. He was lucky enough to get his hands on the core book, some dice, and some PDF adventure modules. Unfortunately, there isn't a generator to power the laptops that he and his friends need for school and role-playing. Patrick wants to pass Pathfinder on to all of his friends, and with it the benefits that accompany any role-playing game. Reading and math skills, positive social interaction, and feelings of achievement. I'm sure any small donations would help. We're not being paid to advertise this or anything. It's just something I saw and I thought I should share with you guys. One Shot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with adventure courtesy of infinity cat records see you next time heroes
Some sorry, law, snell on me, snow.